We know that actor Jack Palance was born here in Latimer Mines, about a mile northeast of Hazleton, well known for his tough guy roles in Hollywood films. Many don't know that he was a poet and a painter as well. And now that we know, we won't be surprised that he chose titles like Durango and Out West for some of his landscapes. But film critics knew Jack Palance was a more versatile actor than he was given credit for, and he was also much broader as an artist. Beyond landscapes, he painted images of vases of flowers, a scarecrow, and a painting titled Meet Me in the Park. The canvas is filled with color, filled with faces. It's a painting that is full of energy. There's no attempt on the part of Palance to particularize the park. He just seems to be celebrating what happens when people gather in the same space and the spirit's infectious. It's as if the title is an invitation. Meet me in the park. And that's coming from someone we tend to think of as a tough guy, even though he's a visual artist, a poet, and lover of opera and classical music as well. Maybe that's the same with cities and towns in the Anthracite region. People who don't know might tend to stereotype these places and not realize just how wide-ranging the arts activity really is. And we'll hear the Hazleton Art League had the opposite image problem. In fact, not rough around the edges, but actually more rarefied than most. Which brings us to an invitation to meet them in the park on West Broad Street in downtown Hazleton at Art Youth Expo 10 in and around the new Hayden Family Center for the Arts. We had a chance to speak by phone with Carl Frankel, co-president of the Hazleton Art League, and Hilary Eldridge, artist coordinator of Art Youth Expo 10. Art Youth Expo began 11 years ago when the Hazleton Art League were planning various activities to try to make ourselves more relevant to that day's Hazleton 11 years ago, and especially the younger people. We had declining membership and were wrongly perceived, but perceived nonetheless by the public as kind of a genteel ladies, pinky-out teacup type of art society, which we weren't, but we were thought of that way. And so we wanted to plan activities that were open to and appealing to a broader range of people. And Art Youth Expo, the concept of Art Youth Expo was, and it became kind of our tagline for many years, that we are fun, free or almost free, and family-friendly. So it was centered around a large art exhibit with significant prize money because we wanted to be helpful to young, starving artists, you know, people who really wouldn't mind being able to get some money to support their budding careers. Entry was free, and we guaranteed, with our fingers crossed, we guaranteed that every piece of art submitted would be and are exhibited. And our fingers were crossed because we were hoping that we weren't going to get swarms of people taking their kids' refrigerator art off the refrigerator and bringing it in. But the quality of art has always been very good, so that was not an issue. In other words, we, we removed all possible barriers for entry. If you are an artist and you want to exhibit, it will cost you nothing. It doesn't matter what medium your art is in. We will exhibit it. And we made it Art Youth Expo just to specifically encourage young artists, which we knew many of, in the community. Uh, we could have had just an art expo for everybody, but we wanted to have something special, and we thought that 
although we are a working-class community, as so much of Northeast Pennsylvania is, and so a lot of people, let's say art is not a big thing in their lives, and they wouldn't ordinarily think of coming to an art show. It's not one of their major concerns, not one of their major pastimes. But they do come out to support their kids. They'll go to football games, even if they don't like football, because their kids are playing or because their kids are cheering. And so we thought that would be a way to get people to attend, that their kids have artwork in the show, they'll come down. And that is largely worked out. We always have good crowds attending, even for people who basically don't come to any other art show. So that was the concept. And that's still what we do. Every year we try to find more creative activities to feature because we did not ever want this to be just visual arts. We had this major art show. That's the heart of Art Youth Expo. But we always have musical events. And basically, we put out feelers every year saying, if you're young, which is 30, the age range is 13 to 30. And we've worked with younger artists than that. And we've worked with a few older people, too. If, if you do anything creative that you would like to exhibit or show off or sell at Art Youth Expo, come on down. So we've had belly dancing and we've had, I remember you researching and talking about it extensively, Erica. We had a fantasy makeup runway show, which was tremendously popular. And we have, this will be the fourth year on the opening night, we have an open mic show for poetry and music. That's become pretty much as central a part to Art Youth Expo now as the visual art show, where Young people who would like to sing and recite poetry, whether their own or somebody else's, are welcome to come and hang out in the cool space on Friday night and do their thing. And Hill will tell you more about some of the other things planned, but the idea is if it's anything creative by somebody from the general area between the ages of 13 and 30 and maybe younger and maybe older, come be part of this massive community festival celebrating our creative young people. Hill, in hearing what Carl just said, what was your first contact with Art Youth Expo? Is being an organizer now your first experience with it? (laughs) Well, I am good friends with the executive director of the Hazleton Art League, which is Allie McKittrick, who I think we spoke to a couple years ago about the Art Youth Expo. We have this amazing, huge new gallery and art space that's just a dream, and it's an old bank that's been renovated into basically a university-level space for art. It's got cathedral ceilings, it's got the old vault from the bank. And now Hazleton Art League is a bigger job than it was when they were in the smaller space. So Allie is running Hazleton Art League, and they invited me in to run AYE. Now, you're an artist in and of yourself, so before we get into what you're going to do to bring out the art in everybody else, tell us about your own work. Well, I run events for women and artistic events. I used to do something called Art Spa. I rented out a party room in a small town movie theater and we had soothing music and drinks and instead of art instruction like the paint and sips that are so popular now, I just opened it up as if you had the art room from elementary school open to play in. People came in and did whatever project they wanted and I just encouraged and handed them a brush And it was a beautiful experience for the community then. And I also ran different little art programs for nonprofits all over the area. Are you a painter? Are you? I am. I'm an acrylic painter. I love collaborative art, which is creating 
art projects for a group to make together. I actually am trained as a filmmaker, so I love lots of different types of art. So you do have that sense of what it takes to make an event successful, but it sounds like from what you said, Carl, that this is a big one, and it's outside, right? Some of it's outside, some of it's inside, and it's not just one day. So how did you conceive of this year's big event? Ah, well, the building really is an amazing playground. So we have the art gallery, which is a place that we're going to hang all of the 13 to 18-year-old group, and then the 19 to 30-year-old group will all be in the studios. So that's easy. Then maybe we want an entertainer, so we'll have a belly dancer in. We'll have a live musician in. Then we have spaces upstairs, huge studio space. What can we put in there? How about an open mic poetry slam? So the space really just gives us such an inspiration. It's almost like a sketchbook of blank pages, and I turn the page to our art park. We have a brand new art park with a huge green lawn, and hopefully in the future we'll be filling it up with all kinds of different art and events, and also has like an amphitheater spot. So we're going to have some outdoor music. We're going to have some food for the community to come out to. And I'm really excited about we will be blocking off the side street and doing a project called Block of Art, where kids and adults, any person, can have a square of the sidewalk and paint, and they can paint on the street. So we're going to have a huge community project of all the people with their patchwork quilt of their little painting on the street behind the Hazleton Art League. Now, the mayor must have weighed in on that. Carl, I saw the mayor at the opening of the facility, and he gave you the thumbs up to allow you all to paint the street. Yes and no. We asked for Broad Street. I don't know why. because Well, I do know why, because they have blocked off Broad Street for other public things. But Broad Street is a state route, so I was pretty sure he was going to tell me we had to deal with the state, and that takes too long. But then it occurred to us, well, why not the side street, as Hill said, which is a city street. So all that requires is the mayor's word, and he said, let's go for it. Now, Carl, while we mentioned the opening of the facility, right after that Wednesday ribbon-cutting and the remarks and the celebration of the opening of this tremendous asset, and you've described it so well, Hill, you had a poetry performance on the 22nd of May. How did that work in that space? It worked very nicely. And I think you said something that was very important, Hill, about the work that you do in the community, and you had the spa, and you gave people a brush, and you said, go for it. And I think if people have the notion that they could come to Hazleton, or if they're part of Hazleton and the community, and just have a chance to stake out some territory on the street and paint whatever they wanted... It's a healing thing almost, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I don't have to teach people to be creative. I have to unteach them that when you went to kindergarten, they took all the 15, 20 paintings and they put them on the wall and you compare it to the other person and you get graded on it. And some kids are good at art and some kids are bad at art. And I spend my time just saying, guess what? There's no grading. If you don't like it, you can crunch it up and throw it in the garbage. It's the process. And in my experience in my life, oh, my gosh, what a healing tool. And just a reminder of the beauty of life comes out of the the end of a paintbrush or whatever your medium is. And then it can be extrapolated from you as an individual if you're doing it in a group 
then there is kind of a larger impact, isn't there? If each person is having that kind of experience, it's larger than the sum of the parts. One of my favorite photos I like to get at the end of my events is everybody's art all laid out in a mosaic. And you see everybody was given, you know, the basic materials, basic directions, but every person puts a piece of themselves and their own interpretation into it. And to see all the pieces together just really is a feast for your eyes. And Carl, you've been at every one, haven't you? Every one of these Art Youth Expo events. What are some of the highlights for you? Well, you know, the first is always the most memorable because we had no idea if it was going to work. We didn't know if we were going to get enough art. We didn't know if it would be good art. We didn't know how many people would show up. We didn't know how they would like it. And it was just tremendous. So we were exhilarated beyond measure. To be very honest, we have struggled to reach the next level since then. We've changed our concept a bit this year. We originally wanted to be a downtown Hazleton event where various stores and institutions along Broad Street would have their own little artsy events that we helped them set up, and people would go from place to place. But we, we never had the crowd density to really make that work. And what we're trying this year, especially with the new building and with the park next to it, is we are not just in the New Art League building, the Hayden Family Center of the Arts, and the park next to it, and the sidewalk and street next to it. We're going halfway down the block, and we will have events at what goes by various names, but it is the Penn State-supported Launchbox. It's an entrepreneurial center, uh, business incubator, just halfway down the block, and we will have things all over the sidewalk in between us and the Launchbox, and the Launchbox itself is part of what we're doing. So the biggest single event we ever had in terms of crowd appreciation and whoops and hollers was that fantasy makeup show. It was just amazingly over the top. And other things um, that just surprise you, um, musicians will set up and suddenly a whole crowd is gathered around a musician they like and they're clapping along and applauding and just creating that art in the street, something for everybody that makes passersby stop. You know, little things like that just settle in your heart because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying as an organization to make art part of Hazleton's everyday life, to make life in the community better and more fun and to support the creative people in the community. And when you see it happening on even a little scale like that, somebody strumming a guitar or juggling or swallowing lit swords <laughs> on the sidewalk and a crowd gathering down who didn't expect to see it there uh, and who are clearly delighted, it just fills your heart with joy. And there, there are a lot of those little moments. There's one thing going on. He'll mention we're going to have food. Well, we arranged with a person. Her name is Jen, and she has been teaching baking, vegan baking, dairy-free baking class for kids at the Art League. And she and her kids are going to be getting together and baking up a storm. And they are going to be down probably in the launch box as young entrepreneurs. They will have planned, they will have baked, and they will sell, and they will take home the profits and hopefully learn some important lesson about American entrepreneurial spirit and have a good time in the meantime and sell, sell some delicious cookies. And we will do the tough, tough work of supporting them by, by the eating cookies. vegan treats. <laughs> we take a sacrifice for the team. <laughs> So give us the particulars, dates, times, and where we might find more on a website. Everyone needs to go to get all the details at Hazleton's, with an S on the end, 
hazeltonsartleague.org. And there you will find information about all of our events as we have lots of things available to the community, information about our art contests and all the rules that you need. And also, I can tell you the hours. We will be having our gallery opening, which will be Friday, June 4th, from 5 until 8-ish. And then that Friday night, we have our open mic poetry reading. So that will be 8 to 10-ish. And then Saturday is our big party day, where we will have all of the gallery open again, food for the community, music for the community, different collaborative art projects, painting the street, vendors, all belly dancers, all kinds of fun and attractions. I don't think Carl emphasized it's all free or low cost. We want everybody to come out, enjoy, celebrate with us this new space. And Saturday is 1 p.m. to at 6 o'clock, we're going to culminate in our award ceremony so that all of our artists can be celebrated for their great work. You were inviting people to submit art. Is it too late? No, it's not too late. We've extended our deadline, and we would like artists to bring art to Eagleton Art League so we can have enough time to hang it for the show. So we are inviting people to bring their art on May 31st, which is Memorial Day from 1 to 4 p.m., unless they make another arrangement with us. If that doesn't work for their work schedule, just drop us an email, which you can do on the Hazleton Art League website. We're happy to accommodate you. Because what we are working very hard to do is to make our place a clubhouse. We're there for the artists. We're there to make it a wonderful, supportive community for all creativity. And we want to work together to make sure that your art gets seen by the people. Carl, any closing thoughts? Well, the last thought would be, we still have the same long-term goal, Erica, which is at some time in the future, hopefully not too far in the future, this will be something big that people know to look forward to. We moved it this year because of COVID from April. It used to be the first week in April to June. Obviously, we get a better deal on the weather in June. April has been pretty touch and go sometimes. And... So we would like to keep it in June in the future. Uh, We're not sure about that, but we would like it to be something that people look forward to, like the Tomato Festival in Pittston or the Bloomsburg Fair, that it's there every year, it's big, it's fun, people look forward to it, and that it will spread out from our core between Laurel and Wyoming Street, that it will spread out to other venues in Hazleton. We would still love in the future if other people like the Pennsylvania Theater for the Performing Arts, who have a theater just a couple blocks away from us, would plan to have a theater event in conjunction with Art Youth Expo. To put on one of the, they, have, they have children's plays a couple of times a year, and did before COVID. We would like to involve the larger community increasingly over the years. Carl Frankel, co-president of the Hazleton Art League, and Hilary Eldridge, Artist Coordinator of Art Youth Expo 10, speaking about this annual event celebrating the work of 13 to 30-year-olds with all kinds of activities. It's a two-day event with gallery, music, art, performances, and vendors June 4th and 5th in downtown Hazleton in and around the new Hayden Family Center for the Arts on West Broad Street. And the hours on Friday, June 4th, 5 to 8 p.m., and on Saturday, June 5th, 
1 to 6 p.m. For more information on the web, Hazelton's, as if it were possessive, hazeltonsartleague.org, hazeltonsartleague.org. And if you're interested in submitting a work of art for the exhibition, you are invited to deliver that art to the Hayden Family Center for the Arts on Memorial Day in the afternoon between 1 and 4. Or if you can't make it then, just send them an email. You can find that on the website and they'll accommodate you because they want you to take part. Hazeltonsartleague.org, Hazeltonsartleague.org. Art Youth Expo 10, and they have a little asterisk with the 10 because last year was the 10th anniversary, but the event was canceled because of the pandemic. So this is the 10th anniversary of Art Youth Expo with an asterisk. June 4th, 5 to 8 p.m. and June 5th, 1 to 6 p.m. For more information, hazeltonsartleague.org.